Welcome to PlayState Podcast. I'm not only joined by our show regulars, Andy. Good morning. And Dave. Hola. But I also have a special guest, Guy Cocker, a gaming journalist, a real gaming journalist who writes for Metro and you'll, you'll have seen him on most news places, whatever they're called. BBC, I've seen him on there. That's quite cool. Um, but yes, welcome Guy Cocker. How are you doing? Hi Neil, hi guys. Yeah, I'm very well. Thank you. No, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, I don't know about if I agree with the term real games journalist, but uh, let's, go, <laughs> let's go with it. Oh, bless you. All right. Um, so we're going to jump straight into a really controversial topic of uh, I know people are struggling to find PS5s at the moment anyway, and we just had the release yesterday in the States, but um, why would you buy a PS5 at the moment when you've got so many games to play on your PS4 and maybe even a PS3 that you haven't even opened? It's still in the cellophane. Why would you go and buy a PS5? Um, Guy, have you got any Gambit opening for that? No, I mean, I actually, I've become a massive PC gamer personally in the last few years. So, so I'm, um, I've got uh, re- lucky enough. I didn't buy this, but I'm lucky enough to be sent a, an RTX 3090, which is the top of the line graphics card from Nvidia. So, so to be totally honest with you, the, the next gen games consoles, I was excited about. I had, pre- I have pre-ordered a, a PlayStation Five, but um, it sort of crept up on me. I, I think of the two, the PlayStation Five is is a sort of more compelling box to buy with its sort of you know its new controller it's got a, a game probably in spider-man that people are interested in playing on next gen um but you know it's also available on playstation 4 so um i don't know i don't know if there is a compelling reason to buy playstation 5 at launch but the demand seems to be massive and, and outstripping supply and probably will do until christmas so i think it's probably lockdown that's, that's spurring people to buy these next gen consoles as well as um you know the, X, yeah. the xbox series x I think I, I saw um, a, an extended uh, demo of um, Demon Souls, and um, I, while it looks fantastic and great and whatever else, I, I couldn't help feel that I'm sure I've seen graphics that look almost as good as that on on PS4 already. Um, it, it is the only reason to buy a PS5 the really high speed um, uh, load that you can get from it now, or is a really something we're going to see uh, in the future that's really going to make us go, oh my goodness, that's that's amazing. I, I know launch games aren't normally uh, renowned for being uh, massively cutting edge, but um, no, I mean we had Halo on on the original Xbox, which really was a, a you know a platform seller, and you you have on Nintendo's consoles traditionally a Zelda or Mario game at launch that is is something that you definitely want to play. And for those those sorts of experiences, I, I you know I'm the sort of person that would happily drop a few hundred pounds to to have them on day one because they're so good. But yeah, there isn't at least from what I've seen anything to um, to match that on PlayStation Five or uh, Xbox Series X. But um, yeah, the, uh, the the new consoles, it just seems as though the, the demand is there for something new because people, their entertainment experiences are just limited at the moment. You can't go to the cinema, you can't go to the theatres, no music, no, no live music. So uh, what I will say about Demon Souls, you know, Bluepoint, the developer, they do do good updates. Um, and so I think if you if you are a Demon Soul, Souls fan which which or a Souls-like fan, you know, there's loads of those out there. As a games journalist, I like all my friends seem to love Demon Souls. It was it was always too hard for me, and I never really got into them. But it was certainly it certainly it certainly <laughs> felt as though you weren't part of the. I wasn't part of the cool club for a while because everyone loved those games. I just I just couldn't get into them. Yeah, I I, I, I hear you on that. I I do um, struggle with it. I'm, I'm looking I'm forward to Rayman saying, coming out. That, that's Rayman. <laughs> <laughs> I love a bit of Rayman. Yeah, uh, Rayman's very good. Sh- 
They usually got like some kind of version that comes out when they, when a console comes out like Rayman Legends. They're going to come up with Rayman Ultimate for the PS5 or something like that. But it's literally yeah, it's just a rehashing of a Rayman <laughs> series somewhere. They, they should actually do that. I would buy that because Rayman Legends was brilliant. It is, yeah. <laughs> Those Rayman games really are great, yeah. But, uh, but Rayman's yeah, a, a, a um, bit like um, sorry, Andy. Another one, uh, Minecraft is a bit like uh, sorry, Rayman's a bit like Minecraft where you you bought it on every platform <laughs> yeah. you, you own. Uh, Tetris as well, you know. So you have to have Rayman on. Everything. Uh, it's, 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 that's essential. That's a normal well, thing. Well, Tetris, Tetris connected on on uh, on Xbox and PC. I was playing on PC this week. It's it's really good. And you're right. It's uh, yeah, another Tetris <laughs> game. But yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll play the hell out of that game. <laughs> Can't really go wrong with that, can you? Uh, but, so, uh, but yeah, what, what I, I about think... others? Yeah, go on, go on, you're doing that thing again where you're slightly behind us on the on the audio. No, I, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, no, I, think right. I think I'm okay. Go on, um, go for it. But yeah, so. I, I think I think Guy hit the nail on the head really in terms of it being a new entertainment experience. So so for me, it's it's the fact that it is that slight jump up in technology, but but more so the you know, the new features that come with the controller, the the addition of the 3D audio, uh, and I think in terms of graphics, I think you're probably right. There isn't going to be a, a huge leap, perhaps, especially if you've had a PS4 Pro. Um, but it's refinements really now, isn't it? It's about the the ray tracing. Uh, 120 hertz if you happen to have the right OLED TV etc etc and for me personally I I didn't get a PS4 Pro um, because at the time I didn't really want to invest in a new TV so I have now bought myself a shiny new LG 4K TV so for me it probably will actually be a reasonably significant jump up as and when I actually get a PS5 because I I unfortunately missed the pre-order the the pre-orders for launch day Oh no! Well, I did see online that that I think it was Curry's and John Lewis in the UK at least are mm. um, are going to have stock on day one. So if you if you want to yeah. go for that route, I am definitely going to try. Um, I do have a pre order in. It's just uh, because of stock levels. I've been told it. I may get one on the 9th of December. I think it was. Oh, no. So I, I I will definitely be there on uh, early on Thursday morning. Do my best to to get one of those if I can. I think I think what's interesting I think a lot of reviewers have like gone with this approach which is you know PlayStation is the is the um is a sort of movie going experience I think Chris Dring on Games Industry was was saying this he was saying you know PlayStation has those exclusives that are big budget, you know, from your developers. Uh, you know, your Uncharted from Naughty Dog and um, uh, for the you know Spider Man from Insomniac that you just can't get elsewhere. Whereas um, Xbox is very good, very much go for the Netflix approach, and I think you know it, this generation feels much more like a, a sort of phone upgrade in in terms of what you're getting. You know, it's, it's iterative; it's not a brand new thing. And I think that actually, you know, a lot of reviews sort of maybe miss the point, which is the fact that it's it. it Gaming, yes, next-gen consoles are really important for driving, uh, you know, the industry forward and having experiences like 60 hertz, so 4K 60 hertz and uh, ray tracing. But the actual amount of people that have, a, you know, the latest LG television or Samsung television to, to be able to, to experience that at, at its top level, it's, it's such a small market. It may as well be be pretty much non-existent at this point. Um, what it's about really is is about people, is, is about being able to play as many games as you can have these great experiences and i actually think xbox has the most sort of forward thinking approach in that regard and i think that xbox series s is actually their sort of secret weapon in, in as much as people you know it's 250 pounds you can get it with game pass you can have hundreds of games at, at launch and it plays Call of duty you know that's, that those are the sort of things that people um really care about so uh i, I think that xbox's approach at least strategically is, is is probably the better of the two 
That yeah, Game Pass, game pass is a, it's a weapon, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> yeah, WMD. <laughs> well, hopefully it's not going to destroy anything, Dave. <laughs> I mean, if you see all the all the people vaping into their 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 Xboxes uh, right now, making it look like it's on fire. Yeah, it's so <laughs> stupid. Like, why would you buy a console that that is so intricate and 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 you know it could knock it and it could collapse at any time, and you blow <laughs> vape into it, which clings to everything. Idiots. Yeah, Although but that, oh, go on. sorry, you go. <laughs> I was going to no, say it's apparently because of the the uh, air coming out the top of it, you can put a ping pong ball on it or a Malteser, and it'll hold it in midair. So I, that's something... <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I thought that was very good. Um, you you do get the feeling collectively. I think ever since I think it was Unbox Therapy on YouTube, they they sort of discovered the iPhone bend gate that was um, you know I can't I can't remember which iPhone it was. Let's say the iPhone five or six that you could you could snap it quite easily. Yeah. I think ever since then, you know, journalists are just waiting for that first story of like a mass failure. You know, they can't wait for just, you know, the, the clickbait of, um, yeah. you know, Xboxes going yeah. up in smoke or disk drives not working or, you know, the, the, the game's not downloading correctly. Um, that Because that is, that's all, all people want to read about is the sort of early failure rates of these consoles. But uh, I think, I think realistically, the, the, they both seem to be fine. Yeah. The thing is, you, you are always going to, get teething problems aren't you it's, it's I, mean, I think well myself and neil both work um day jobs in in the it industry and and i'm sure neil will agree with me that it's not an impossible to to manage everything out of a system no mm. matter how much qa you i put agree into it. with you it's just there's always going to be something uh, and if you go in at day one you, you have to accept that you're going to get the odd foible mm. <laughs> but i'm sure that no, they, nobody would release a console that was going to catch on fire well, their approach just seems to be, and you can, if you work in IT, you can sort of uh, correct me if I'm wrong on this. The approach seems to be just make them as big as possible so that the airflow is as, as good as possible so that they can remain cool. It just it yeah. sort of seems the PC building approach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's a sensible thing to do, really. I mean, it's, mm. obviously, as long as it fits somewhere within your within your TV array, then yeah, the, the more space you've got, obviously, the better the airflow is going to be, the cooler the system. Uh, and I, I guess I we, do we've think all the play, I do, I do, PlayStation 4. I do think they're both quite ugly, though. going to take off. I would yeah, agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Can you guys still hear me? I'm waiting for the second PS5. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, good. No. Sorry, I thought it seemed to be <laughs> yeah. a slight behind. Uh, yeah, I do think they're quite so, ugly, though, which is a bit of a shame from a, from a design perspective. There was yeah. a show back in the day called Reboot, uh, and it was like the, one of the first CGI cartoons to go on CITV. And I absolutely loved it. And there's this big box that comes down and takes people to this gaming area. And it looks exactly like the Xbox, the, the new, the new yeah. Xbox. It's really cool. I thought, I was like, if they had like related that or someone said that, but it is just a box. It's just a cube. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah that it's is. got that kind of uh, the concave top to it. That's quite, quite yeah. pretty. Uh, I, I've got to be honest with you. Tower. To choose one from a pure looks perspective, <laughs> I would probably choose the Series X over the PS5. Yeah. I, I'm not convinced by the wings on the PS5 at all, <laughs> but uh, I, I want you can change them out. Yeah, I well, hopefully at some point. Yes, I wonder if there's a business opportunity to to um, to customize an Xbox Series X. You know, because they've got those side panels, you can put loads of stuff on there. I don't know if it'll make it heat up uh, worse if you put stuff, you start painting it and stuff, or, or putting extras. <laughs> but I think a Nakatomi flower, a little Bruce Willis coming off the side, like I think, would be really good. <laughs> it is best. Yeah. Xbox yeah. Series X Shard Edition. 
Uh, I, th- I don't know about you guys, but I actually end up um, tucking those consoles away now, so I'm not actually bothered about the aesthetics of them. But I, I, one, one thing I will say is that, that they're, um, the, the noise that they make is, is, seems to be much better. So um, yeah. the PlayStation 4 Pro, so, yeah, PlayStation 4 Pro in particular has been incredibly noisy playing The Last of Us 2 recently. So, um, yeah, I think yeah. that's a good thing, certainly, that they've addressed this generation. Uh, I experienced that as well. Yeah, <laughs> you just get to a nice quiet bit, and the the yeah. PS4 Pro's just going, "Hello, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. You you don't need to listen to anything else." Turns into <laughs> Ivor the engine. Just I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. That's a that's a throwback. Oh, I didn't realise you were that old. Keeping it relevant, gentlemen. That's that's what I'm here for. Wow, 35 <laughs> years too late. Right. <laughs> Saving that one. Um, oh, dear. <laughs> um, so in in terms of, uh, of buying a PS5, obviously I'm, I'm really keen on, on getting one, but I'm struggling to find the game that's really making me go, yeah, I want to buy it. Spider-Man, I, I, I enjoyed um, on the PS4, and um, obviously Miles Morales uh, on, on PS5 is, uh, is tempting, but as, as we say, it's already available, will be available on um, uh, PS4. And um, yeah, it's kind of uh, questionable at the moment whether I'm really uh, 100% ready for a new console, um, mm. which is probably lucky because I can't actually get one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I, I think we're, we're, miss, we're missing the, the system seller here, though. Astro's Playroom. Oh yeah, it, it's be really good. I, yeah. It's getting yeah. some extremely good reviews. Yeah, yeah, and and, and obviously free with uh, PS Plus. Uh, bugs it's next. Pre, pre, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So I thought you were going to say that, but that's obviously pre-installed yeah, on the console. Yeah. But yes, wow. Bugs next. But I think that is also on PS4, although it's not part of the PS Plus offer. You have to pay for it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm not sure. Not, I'm not. I'm still not. So I think unless there's a few more titles, I think generally. Uh, yeah, we're going to see in the new year some some bigger titles, I suppose. We're not even going to see, well, Cyberpunk 2077. We're not going to see that this month, are we? Surely. That's um, it's, it's, they have said it's coming out this month, but uh, but obviously not for PS5. So there, there is a, a free upgrade, but it's not going to be the PS5 version. There's going to be yeah. a, a version coming next year. See, this is the problem. It's confusing for consumers because it, so it, it's yes. going to be the PlayStation Four version essentially, but you can play it on the PlayStation Five until they yeah. launch an update. Yeah, yeah. I'm still skeptical as to whether we'll see that in December, but yeah, I, um, I, I think it'll be January uh, or, or later, maybe February. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I'm what, okay with it. Uh, what they should, do, they, should, they should just turn around and just say, "Hey, look at all those games that are still in the cellophane. Go play them for a little while, right? Stop, stop giving us grief. <laughs> we'll get there eventually." You know. <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, this, this yeah. is the thing. So we've obviously got the the PS Plus collection coming with with the PS5, and I actually got to a point a, a few weeks ago where I looked at how many PS4 games I had that I hadn't finished, and, and it was, I think it was something like fourteen. And I had looked through the PS Plus collection, and about five of them were on that list. And so I've immediately just gone, well, you know what? I might as well just get rid of the discs for that and just wait. Mm. So I'll play those on yeah. the PS5. What was the What was the biggest one you didn't finish? Ah. <sighs> Probably well, it depends on how you look at it. So Bloodborne was one yeah. of them. That's probably the biggest one, really. Um, sure. Days Gone, I haven't really touched. Um, I'm trying to think what the others were now. Bloodborne, I, I tell you what, like that can suck, suck one because oh my god, <laughs> I, it's incredibly I, tough. I, I was just like, do you know what? It's on PS. I, I remember that coming out. I remember being at the Golden Joysticks and they were like putting that out as a like a, 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 a an advert. I was like, do you know what? I'll give it a go can't even get past the first bit and that's a tutorial 
<laughs> I'm going to say it's a bit where you got the start button to press. I got, maybe, I, I got a lot further than that, but uh, right. um, yeah, I think <laughs> this will surprise Neil and Dave. But I, I actually one of them was Final Fantasy 15. Believe it or not, what you didn't wow. finish? Yes. Really? Right, wow. Yeah, so mm. that was another a long-running um, theme. Yes, of, and he's a, and a huge uh, Final Fantasy nut job. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I would go quite that oh, way. Nut, 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 Sorry, nut. Not nut job. <laughs> yeah, nut. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think the thing of the play, I think thing of the PlayStation and Neil going back to your earlier point is that is that um, I'm happy uh, paying for that machine, knowing that there's there's going to be one game a year from one of Sony's first party studios. Yeah. There's going to be a God of War or a new Naughty, Naughty Dog, Dog game yeah. Um, yeah. that's going to come out, and 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 uh, you know Naughty Dog could uh, drop the ball and make something terrible, but. Um, They've, they've got a good track record, so I'm I'm perfectly happy with that. Uh, with that deal, I'll I'll pay for the console and I'll get a Sony exclusive every year, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah and this is it. And I and I guess from a next year perspective, um, taking it with a pinch of salt, they have said that God of War Two is going to be out next year. Um, you've obviously got the new Horizon game coming out next year. So uh, and that's that's just two off the top of my head. So uh, mm. you've got Returnal, I think, which is supposed to be Q1. So. Uh, Potentially, there's going to be some good exclusives coming relatively quickly. It's just that they're not perhaps quite as quickly as they could have been. I'll be interested to see what they do with VR um, and how they progress that because I, I mean it's it's pretty it's pretty good without having like an actual uh, system. You know that you you see them at like gaming expos and stuff where you, you're just walking around and it's walking around on screen and that sort of stuff. I want to see what they would do that would would enhance it, enhance the experience with the PS5. Yeah, because the the VR headset does work with PlayStation Five, doesn't it? Oh, is it? Yes, I, th- yeah. I think oh, it does. Great. Yeah, yeah. You, so yeah. you could see you could see potentially something like Half Life Alex coming along. Um, yeah, I think that would be a a big move for console VR. Uh, um, having played that game, it's it's phenomenal. Yeah, I've only seen videos of it. Uh, having not got a PC with VR and, and not being in the uh, the middle of it all to be able to go and try these things out. But yeah, Alex looks amazing. Yeah, not not to rub it in. It, it's it's probably my <laughs> yeah, my favorite game of this year. Yeah, it was this wow, year, wasn't okay. it? Yes, yeah, yes, it was. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, you say well, me the reason enough uh, to get that to happen. Then. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I, I sort of touching upon uh, PC games for a second. And obviously we're talking about the uh, the list of games that we've got on, on PlayStation. But if you've got if you've got Steam, then uh, I imagine there's probably I don't know 150 games that probably not been completed. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't a sale on. I'll have that one. I, I just yeah. don't look at it. Uh, I was um, I was lucky enough uh, back in back in the day to secure a um, what's known in the in the industry sort of fabled terms as the Steam press account. So um, I have a very very long Steam oh. uh, Steam to playlist. <laughs> Can you share a library? It's, yeah, my library is out of control. But the um, <laughs> uh, I accidentally I had to upgrade my PC this week and I accidentally deleted. I had a twelve terabyte um, hard drive that Ooh. somehow got deleted in the process. Ooh. And uh, so I'm Ooh. downloading my games at the moment on a uh, on a very slow connection. Um, but yeah, I mean, apart from your big hitters from Ubisoft and um, uh, I guess Call of Duty, you know, the Blizzard, Activision Blizzard games, um, actually more and more stuff's coming to Epic Store now as well. So Steam so still obviously gets loads and loads of games, especially it seems seemingly looking down on list those really dodgy um, like hentai <laughs> ones that seem to crop up <laughs> very like, odd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they yeah. obviously still have the big um, the big hitters on there. So uh, yeah, I'm I, I've just become I don't know I've just become very PC focused recently. I, I think once you get used to 
you know, a high refresh rate display, like a 144 hertz display. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm going too nerdy here, but I just, I've gotten really, uh, yeah, really into sort of the customization and, and the sort of high level of PC gaming. It's a couple of things with the PC game because you've got Epic Store that are doing the Uber thing where they're just making everything free or cheap mm. or to the point that they take over from Steam. Like, they're just, they, it's a, a fantastic, terrifying uh, marketing tactic that is definitely working because I'm checking Epic Store every day to see what new free game I can get and what, yeah. what new, new sale thing I've got. And I think if you if you if you were downloading every free game that they do off two free games every week, you could mm. you could pretty much survive on that alone. You know, you've got a good library of yeah. games, like yeah. free games, totally free. Hundred percent, hundred percent, absolutely. Um, Ghostbusters was free recently, so yeah. I didn't play that one though. I remember playing that. Is that that's a remaster of the game that came out, whatever it was, two thousand twelve? Yeah yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It didn't yeah, quite it was, happen. It was okay. <laughs> was it okay? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. It's it's not amazing, but it's. Uh, it's quite a decent story. It's quite funny. It's Ghostbusters. So it's worth a go. Well, yeah, exactly that. It's more <laughs> Ghostbusters. So, yeah, yeah. in that uh, sense, to, it's definitely worth a go. Mentioning um, PCs and and getting the bug for building things like that, I was I was sifting through the uh, the sale items. Uh, I think it was a couple of days ago, and uh, one of them is the PC building simulator that you can download on mm. the PS4, which I found quite hilarious, really. So you have got all the sort of major. Um, companies uh, that build um, d- uh, different components and things oh. like that, uh, that you, you can then do that on, on your PS4 if you really wanted to. I played yeah. that when it first came out. And I <laughs> like, because I, I wanted to build my own PC and it I, I, I'm broke constantly. So so I thought, well, well, maybe I can do it myself. So I bought that. <laughs> Apparently it has nothing to do with it. And it gets to a point where you have to, I, I, I did all right, like blowing out dust um for 20 minutes is uh it's quite therapeutic actually but like Blow me out it gets that's a that's a real simulator now that's right that's dust blower you get your cat knocking the the glass of water over it as well i'm looking yeah. for the, uh, the the ps5 dust blower for 2021 that, that's gonna be uh, dlc yeah <laughs> wow I, I actually used to do that for a living so that sounds a lot like work to me yeah i, I was i was thinking this it's just like why why would you that uh, sounds like something i would actively avoid at this point <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna say the amount of hours i spent installing windows or, or whatever on a pc and, and downloading each patch or driver or whatever on, on it, it it put me off uh, pcs for a, a number of years and hence i mm-hmm. became more of a console gamer um but i i, I do dabble still occasionally with that uh, with PCs. Yeah, I think it's true. It's true. I mean, I, I would say I have a reasonably high competence level now having built a few, but it's, something goes wrong every time. Like I said, the, the hard drive <laughs> getting deleted. I, like I, I upgraded my um, my processor and the water cooler was making a really funny noise. And I was like, what's going on? Like it, something always goes wrong. And that if someone could solve that part of it, I think more and more people would get into PC building. But I think it's great. I didn't realize that PC building simulator would come to PlayStation. That's, uh, that's yeah. hilarious. That's brilliant. On offer. Wow. <laughs> I'm not trying to sell it. I'm just saying yeah. you're not affiliated, but uh, <laughs> no, it is on Yeah, it is. Um, this will be a huge like sort of a problem if, if people look into it. It's like, oh no, he actually is affiliated. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. other games are available. <laughs> uh, so yeah, okay. Well, uh, I'm not sure. I, I think we're we're all kind of of the same opinion that um, we need something new, uh, and, and PS5 is uh, is that new thing that we're, we're looking for uh other consoles are available um and we could uh quite happily go and and buy one and play one uh number of games and things that are available are limited uh, but 
um, you know, we know things are coming. So I think, I think we're all agreed that it's going to be great, but um, we're going to have to be patient because there's not mm. any available. Well, they've definitely got to step up their place, their PS Plus game. I think like they, I think because of the Xbox Pass, the Game Pass is so good that the PlayStation uh, Plus has to has to do something else or the PSN now. Um, yeah, PlayStation Now has, is have, um, have something special. They've got a couple of things. You know, there's Days Gone. There's a couple of others which I have tried, gentlemen. I have tried and yeah, Days Gone. I'm <laughs> terrible at scary games, so uh, that was not too bad. But um, yeah, I think it just needs to up this game. I think yeah, PlayStation yeah, Now is pretty pretty cool. Uh, I, I think it's a shame that with the update of their PS app, uh, they didn't in- include something a bit more like. Um, the Game Pass uh, app because I, I think that on Xbox is absolutely fantastic. The um, the, the game Game Pass app. Uh, why we don't have that for PlayStation, I'm not quite sure. But um, I think I think what they need to do and what they're probably planning in the background is um, some sort of amalgamation of PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now. So it's it's slightly confusing because you know you could say that PlayStation Plus offers good value because essentially if you're buying it annually, it's you're paying about five pounds a month compared to. Again, I'm confused by Game Pass actually now what I'm actually paying for it because I did that thing where I, I you know, I upgraded to Ultimate game. for yeah, next yeah. three for three years. <laughs> so when it when it comes in in 2024 and I've got to start paying 15 pound a month or 12 pound a month, whatever it is, I'm going to yeah. be like, oh my god, this is expensive. Yeah. But for now, it's it's um it's great value. But I think yeah, strategically, PlayStation don't really have their ducks in a row on, on this right now. And so th- I think PlayStation Now and PlayStation Plus are both good services. It's just why are they why are they separate? I, I think Yeah, it's a little bit disjointed. Yeah, it? it's a bit of a disjointed approach, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh I think I think we we've we've done that one. I think we're PlayStation 5 uh as much as we can. Um uh, so I'm just trying to think what we can move on to next. I, I wanted to uh highlight something. I don't know if you guys saw it that um N seven day uh, mm. passed us by yes and there was uh, an announcement from from them to say that spring 2021 we're going to be getting a remastered or i think there's a different word used um to of all three games all the dlc and uh, uh you know some better uh what's the words they used uh gameplay something i can't remember what it was now uh, but yeah you're getting everything from the original games plus all the dlc and it's going to look a lot better it will be available in spring 2021 it's going to be on pretty much every platform and uh they'll have uh playstation 5 versions uh coming uh in in the new year as well uh, on, on top of that they also mentioned a uh, 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 well, they're working on a new so Bioware are working on a new, mm, new Mass, uh, Effect. Mass Effect uh, which where could they go but anyway uh, anybody got any any comments about Mass Effect I'm, I've got one about the, the first game but um, so uh, I, I actually never played the first game because uh, I didn't have Ooh. an Xbox <laughs> so I, yeah. I played two and three um, and actually although I obviously did miss some story from one it didn't didn't really hamper the um didn't really hamper the story for me too much um i I absolutely loved both two and three i did come into three at a point where they'd fixed the ending such as it was um i can kind of see where the complaints came from with that but i think they people maybe got a little bit carried away um but yeah the the opportunity to play through one in particular i think would be appealing for me Uh, and i think the thing is even on ps3 they were absolutely stunning games so to see what they could do with that on a PS5, I'd be very yeah, interested. Yeah, yeah. I was um, 
so the first game, I'm, I'm hoping that they've changed some of the uh, gameplay of the first one, but um, I, I wasn't too keen on the uh, planet crawling that you had to do in, uh, I forgot the name of the, the vehicle. No, it's left my brain. Yeah. But yeah, it, it was uh, quite a lot of, quite a lot of effort to play that and it, it for me it just took you away from the from the story uh, a bit too much but uh, but otherwise i'm i'm looking forward to it and i'm <laughs> i might actually finish one <laughs> who knows um i'm the same i'm the same as andy I, I only played two and three actually now i remember it um yeah one there was too much rover stuff and there was there was, it seemed um i think at the time maybe may been released at the same time as a lot of other releases but two and three i just thought was so was so good and um Actually, it's Andromeda for me. I never, I never played Andromeda. I keep sort of, that, I bought it and then I was like, never, never played it. So I don't know if that's is that worth playing. It got such bad reviews. Um, do you know? I I bought it on the cheap from yeah. from PSN, and I, again, I've only got a base PS4, so I don't know if this is something specific to that. Whether maybe I have a problem with my PlayStation, but I got about an hour in, and I got to the same fight, and every single time I got to that fight, it actually crashed my. PS4 oh, no. completely. So right. at that point, I'm afraid I, I gave up on it. Um, wow. So I, I can't really tell you <laughs> how good it was. Um, I've I've not tried it again since. But uh, but yeah, I literally couldn't get past that point. Yeah, I, I saw the news. I think it was on a it was some some Korean website. I think that was leaking this, uh, but it's been heavily rumored this remaster or remake for a while. But they're, they're such big games. I think as a package, as a if you've never played them before, uh, you know, forty fifty pound package or probably sixty pounds. It's going to be on PlayStation Five. Um, is it's it's good value for people who haven't played it, but I'm unlikely to go back as much as I enjoyed playing as Commander Shepard. I'm unlikely to go back. I don't think. Yeah, it's it's a bit of an investment in time in particular, mm. isn't yeah. it? Because they're they're all sort of eighty hour the, plus games. We know the ending. Well, yes. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll maybe they'll tweak that again. That that oh, would yeah, be interesting. But maybe that's um, the uh, the gameplay changes that they're going to bring. Yeah, in, you know, yeah, maybe. So. And, and I think obviously <laughs> again, I haven't played one, but Mass Effect Two is is just for me one of the all-time greats so i, I would certainly give some thought to, to going back to that is it's mass phenomenal. effect one of the games you made me play no no oh, okay that's okay. <laughs> you're thinking dead space yes dead space, oh, dead space I, is I great thinking, thinking <laughs> yeah we made him yeah. play dead space one the very, the opening bit yeah and that was enough <laughs> it, it didn't for go me down to well. not talk to them for three years <laughs> oh my god yeah those, those games were so scary they were they had a great sense of horror um the thing with um what was i gonna say on mass effect yeah mass effect um uh the the studio i was looking to go and see the studio um one time in, in canada i was amazed at um for such a, a big game the, the studio itself is sort of above a hotel um and it's it's very it's very drab it's a very drab um studio i thought it would be much sort of bigger and kind of crazier and maybe a bit sort of Silicon Valley in terms of its, mm. uh, you know, design, but it was all, it was very maze-like. Um, it was, it was not, not as exciting as I was, as I was hoping <laughs> it would be. And it's in a very, co- very cold sort of drab um, Canadian town, which I've totally forgotten the name of, which will come to me in a second. But um, yeah, sorry. I don't know why I felt the need to drop that anecdote. I just, I, I just, that. yeah, I, I, yeah, I wanted going to see them. I was actually going to see them for Dragon Age at the time, but getting to see Bioware was, was definitely a dream of mine. Yeah. I love, uh, love that studio. That yeah, that to that me the, the the imagery of you going to this gaming studio. It's got like it's got this big like sort of you know gaming studio sign on the front, and then they take you through on a tour. It's just like this is John from accounting. This is his favorite mug. He bloody loves that mug. That <laughs> got dogs. He's a dog fan. John like <laughs> <laughs> they do do that though. They do do that. Yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah. That's amazing. 
you get taken around and then you have to, uh, yeah, you have to sort of say hello to these people. And then, but the, the interesting thing is when they're playing, when you're playing games pre-release, you know, you have to sit there and the loading screen just takes forever. So you have to sort of, you know, drum up uh, little uh, small talk with, um, with developers about the weather or <laughs> the, the picture <laughs> of their dog on their desk, as you say, it's, it's good fun. Yeah. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. King but yeah, you, you kind of expect Bioware Studio to be all sort of glass and look yeah. a bit like the Normandy or something when you walk in. Bioware, <laughs> you'd expect to have like some kind of aesthetic, like, like yeah, like vines coming down, like something to do with Bioware, like actual, you know. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, so yeah, that, that's that's happening. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, right next, um, there was some quite disturbing news on the uh, what was it last uh, yesterday? So Friday the thirteenth of all days uh, about the uh, the hoax nine one one call to Ubisoft uh, in Montreal. Um, luckily, there was no threat and uh, everybody's safe, etc. But uh, it's this uh, this hoax calling. Um, about hostage taking and oh, they get swatted. Yeah, they got they got oh, swatted. Oh, wow. Um, it's it's quite serious. Why the hell do people feel the need to do this? Crazy trolls be trolls, man. Like they just they just want to see, especially if they they're doing something live. It, like it's a normal thing to get swatted on Twitch streams. People find their IP, people find their address, and they they give this ridiculous thing, and you see people. Um, like there's videos on YouTube of just people putting their hands on their head, getting at, like all these with guns pointed at them. And a couple of occasions, I think it's gone like ridiculously awry where, where you know someone has been taken out. Um, it's yeah, so sorry. dangerous and it's such a waste of people's time. But it's it you know I don't know. It's it's I think it's just one of those things that they know they can do, and uh, it's easy to do. It's you know you can't not answer that call, so they've well, got to yeah. go down there and find out what's going on. Yeah, it's mental. Don't. It seems. Yeah. I mean, I imagine. I imagine a lot of people are are in the building. That's um, obviously Assassin's Creed's just just come out. Um, I can't remember where where was Watch Dogs developed. Is that one of their European European studios? Uh, I think it was Paris. Paris. Um, but yeah, it's a, a strange one. You wouldn't expect during. I don't know Canada's um, uh, lockdown restrictions, but uh, you wouldn't expect that many people um, to be there. But obviously, it's a, a monumental waste of time, and um, it was a bit uh, saddening last night when I went to bed to sort of see see people make sort of joking references to Rainbow Six and, and stuff uh, during that. But um, yeah, obviously very mm, yeah, sad. That's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's not really something to joke about, is it? No, so it's not. No, not at all. Very serious. Yeah. It's a shame as well because obviously when you release a game, I'm guessing what you're doing is you're just playing catch up as well. You're like making sure there's no bugs on there. If you report mm. bugs, you're just making sure that they're sorted out as quickly as possible. So, it's, yeah, yeah, it's a shame. it can be it can be pretty busy, especially for I'm I'm only a couple of hours into Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but I have encountered a couple of bugs where you can't move your you can't I couldn't move my ship out of the way, and um, there seemed to be nothing that I could do about it. So I imagine they are squashing quite a lot of bugs at the moment in in Assassin's Creed in particular. Also, that game is ridiculous. It's um, it even it, it even kills the top of the line Nvidia graphics card. You can't run 4K <laughs> Ultra basically on and, and have a really? decent frame rate. It's crazy, and it doesn't even have ray, ray tracing in it. It's um, yeah, wow. I can't quite believe it. Uh, but it's uh, from from what I've played and what I've seen so far, it seems like a good game. I said you you do own that 3090. Is now you can't get them anywhere at the moment. I am waiting. That's on right. One. Are you? Oh wow! Yeah. You actually, uh, you actually, you, you, you've paid your fourteen hundred pounds or whatever. That's crazy. Why did you yeah. get that over the thirty eighty? 
just out of interest. Or maybe it's a 30... I've got someone by making me a PC, but oh, I have right. to wait three weeks for them all to come in because yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. Ryzen 7 as well that is still... That also... Uh, the CPU that actually like sort of went out. Look at me, PC, talking about PC building. Like I know what I'm talking about. Um, but the Ryzen Seven, yeah, it's supposed to be coming out as well. So I'm just waiting so on you, that because again, you can't get hold of it. You've got someone building it for you. Yes, very yeah. smart. Yeah, yeah, very smart. Yeah, got, I think he's got thirteen hundred, but fourteen hundred pounds. So maybe it's not the thirty ninety then. Maybe it's it's uh, probably the thirty eighty because I think the thirty eighty, if I'm, I remember this right, is six hundred fifty pounds, which is that still you know, right. Yeah. It's quite an investment, but the the performance upgrade on between the two, you know, obviously one is fourteen hundred pounds, the other one is six hundred fifty. You you don't get that much performance gain. It's it's not worth the, the yeah. fourteen hundred pounds. I would I would okay. say that, but uh, it's I mean that feels to me that those graphics cards are so good. It feels to me like a proper next gen um experience but yeah. but hey listen let's not get into pc versus yeah, uh, console let's stay away from that <laughs> because everyone will get angry and yeah. um, uh, but no, yeah I, I, well I done on the new pc you, you've got to be you've got to be realistic as a, as a console owner that you're never going to compete there i don't think no exactly yeah the 450 pounds you get uh you get ray tracing and 4k yeah. and you know that's a that's a good that's a good deal um but yeah that the pc certainly some interesting stuff happening there with the new processors and the new graphics cards coming out I do hope that that that, P- that PlayStation do do it, like a uh, a mouse in the, in the future because playing games with uh, we're, we're always going to have this uh, um, a mouse uh, really? yeah with some basically because it's not 1990 anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Right, right. Just because, just because when you play <laughs> stuff like COD, and you've got all the it's it's cross cross platforms. Mm. You're up against people that have PC, and they have the the mouse control is mm. so much faster than any any like uh, a controller you can have. Yeah, you, you can't you can't that compete. PS4 can yeah. work with a mouse and keyboard, don't you? Uh, I did not know that. Thank I you. Was gonna, I was going to say, yeah, PlayStation Three <laughs> definitely. I remember I remember Unreal yeah. Tournament coming out, and it definitely supported mouse and keyboard. But I didn't. Know, yeah. I actually didn't know PlayStation Four could. Either. Yeah, PS4. Does, I, I can't speak for PS5, um, but I would imagine that's probably in there as well. I mean, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. USB, yeah. Just plug it in. Look just plug it. it in. Dave, look into it. I will look into it. I'm going to put it in there. If it explodes, I'm going to be so peeved. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, if it actually explodes, I'll buy you a new one. Just because of the story that would come out of it, the gaming podcast guy like put a mouse into it and the PS4 exploded because the idiot put a mouse into a PlayStation 4. <laughs> Squeak, the wrong kind of mouse. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. oh, dear. Um, yeah. <laughs> Crazy people. Right. Uh, next on my list is uh, PS5 suffering from download uh, issues. Um, so IGN have released something yesterday uh, obviously uh, in the us we've got play- a playstation 5 is released uh and there were three i think ign staff that were having problems with downloading games on the ps5 um uh, and the only fix that uh, was suggested was to uh reset your console so completely um uh you know sis in it your your machine and start again uh to allow that uh, game to, to sis in it <laughs> yeah. Wow, you know it's a very <laughs> factory default. They're yeah, more than the three pin reset. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> factory reset, or assist, whatever that was. I was... Sorry, it. Okay. There we go. Um, Indeed. See, this is why I'm here. Show. I'm here to, to make sure the layman <laughs> is not missed out. Right? He is represented. Out. <laughs> uh... So yeah, I mean. It, there's there's mixed information out there as to how bad this is 
Um, it does from from reading the article, it does seem as though factory resetting did fix the issue. But of course, if you're if you've got multiple games that you've just installed and you've actually started them, then the last thing you want to do is have to factory reset your console. So uh, I guess the only hope there really is that Sony come up with a, a patch quickly. Um, I would imagine they must be looking into this. Uh, uh, and the question then just becomes how widespread it is. Yeah, mm. I, I suppose the benefit for not being able to get hold of one at pre-order um, uh, is, is then clear for <laughs> everybody. Fixed, uh, yeah. And then the other thing, we were complaining that the US were getting this before Europe. And uh, you know we were, oh, this is not fair. But they're the guinea pigs. They're, they're getting all the problems <laughs> and we've fixed by the time it comes out. Yeah, indeed. Uh, and I guess it goes back to what I said earlier as well. I mean, obviously, obviously, if you're having to factory default the, the console, that's far from brilliant. But, you know, at the end of the day, you, you kind of have to accept getting something new like this, that there are going to be the odd issue. Um, it's kind of part and parcel of it. Yeah, it's it's still um, sad because that's the thing. You just want to sit down and play a new game, don't you? It's good that you've yes. got um, Astro's Playroom <laughs> on there um, when you when you. Although I don't know, I, I don't know whether you do. You probably have to update it in some way when you um, when you get it. But um, one of the interesting things we you don't get the sales figures through, but you do get a lot of other stuff happening around console launches. So I got a few emails from um, internet service providers. Brace yourself, guys! Very exciting. And um, uh, Virgin Media, I've just I've just pulled one up from my email. They was they said they saw record breaking traffic as as BT did as well um, on Xbox Series X uh, launch day, which was what well, that was Tuesday, wasn't it? Um, yeah. So people downloading all this stuff, and and I'm I've moved out of London in lockdown, and I'm in a more rural location now, and um, yeah, it does it takes a long time to download these games, and I think you know even even though that these um, devices you know terabyte eight hundred and twenty five gigabytes I think on the uh, on the PlayStation. If you're downloading these big games and you've got to download them again, it, it can mean like days. You know, it takes days to re-download them. You can leave, leave them running overnight, but it's um, it's not a great first day experience. No, it's a bit no, of a shame. That's very true. <laughs> yeah. But it, it does show how popular games consoles have been for it for it for Xbox to to launch and that to be the single biggest traffic day um, Virgin's ever seen. So um, I expect it'll it'll peak again next week when the uh, when the PlayStation hits the UK. So uh, yeah, just interesting. I think. Yeah, let's hope that they uh, manage to fix it before then. I, I would imagine they would have everybody on that, hopefully. Yeah, or just or buy your games on disc. I guess I, I, I yeah. still feel as though I'm <laughs> I'm a disc buyer. I I um yeah I I I, I caved and bought um Spider Man uh, yesterday actually. So uh, so I'm excited <laughs> to play that on disc and then uh, and then get rid of it as soon as I finished it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have it pre-ordered and bizarrely I'm getting that on Monday um, and no console to play it on. So yeah, that's I, can, I can look at the disc admiringly for uh, for a while, but it was actually, it was due to arrive this week uh, for various reasons. I had to push it back to Monday, but uh, all of the accessories and so on have been delivered very early. That's right. Yeah. Well, they're all made, right? They're all they're all available. So um, obviously, they're staggering the main console launch to to different regions for what for whatever reason. I don't actually know. I don't have, have any inside info or, or, on why that's the case um, and why Xbox has been able to. I, I imagine it might be pandemic related, but um, yeah, it's uh, I guess good to have your games and peripherals, your headset ready to go on the nineteenth. I guess. <laughs> Yes, yeah. well, <laughs> I've just got that there. whole again amazing imagery. Uh, uh, I'm just gonna be sat just, there with the dual there. sense and the yeah. headset on, going yay! Oh. Yeah, <laughs> every accessory <laughs> available for it, just everything, and just like nothing, just everything. Not all the wires going to one bit that's not there. Yeah. Uh, the, the good news on the headset actually is that it is compatible with the PS4. 
uh, and my existing PS4 headset is falling to pieces, so <laughs> that will be getting used <laughs> straight yeah, away. Yeah. So that's good. The new three D three D audio. Yes, yeah, and, and I think it. I think some of the features with the new headset actually work on the PS4 as well. So, uh, so you do get a bit of benefit from having that. Exciting times. Will you guys? Um, um, we we spoke about it earlier. Just interested. Will you guys be upset if you? have to wait a long time or it just saw the exports launch last week and you know people were were going crazy they couldn't get hold of their consoles they were dropping you know 900 pounds on ebay to get them and yeah. um you know and, yeah. and, I, and i was just i'm just like you know like what are you gonna what are you gonna play like you, there's nothing <laughs> yeah. like you're just gonna play your xbox yeah. one games on it right I, I mean slightly different with playstation but um it just seems as though there's this real you know real pent-up demand for it so that 3D TV thing. Remember when everyone had a 3D TV <laughs> and there was one channel, yeah. <laughs> or like like three ones, yeah. and one of them was like just some god awful movie. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be honest. I mean, it, I, I try to get consoles at launch, and I well, generally always have done. But you know, at the end of the day, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Like I said, I've, sure. I've got more than ten games on the PS4 that I haven't played yet. So, so you know, I kind of look at it and think, you know, if I have to wait a few months, it's not really the end of the world by any stretch. Mm. It, it would be nice to get it for Christmas, yeah. potentially. You know, just as just as a bit of a nice treat for the end of the year, but it's no more than that, really. I would say. Um, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, from a podcast same. perspective, I guess it would be useful as well. Yeah, but, yeah. But it is what it is. You know, and obviously we're, we we can just talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We can talk about it, but we can't. We can't. We can't really report on it properly. I guess in that sense. But yeah, but it, I, it I, is what it is. I, I i agree really it's um it, I, I can wait i can wait till new year i've got no problem with that um i'm a little bit upset with people having a go at um like uh, youtubers and things like that have got their machines early um you know te- technically it's their livelihood it's their career and they're mm. they're getting these things early and um uh you know it looks to, like they're showing to, off to him yeah well I'd, but there's, there's people having a having a proper moan at him going oh you, you shouldn't have that and where's mine i'm, I'm having trouble getting one of you well that's just because it's my job <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, i think i mean lockdown is bringing out the worst in a lot of people you know you've seen <laughs> a lot of um people having like death threats towards the uh cyberpunk developers and, yeah. and, and oh, about really things. crunching that. again uh, yeah that was the delay wasn't it three week delay and, and they got death threats as a result death threats just, just like ridiculous. death threats yeah well, they're not going to finish it if they killed anyway uh, yeah what <laughs> <laughs> i think with the with the youtubers i think the economics of it are interesting for, for, for anyone that's like you know interested in sort of pulling back the curtain on the industry a bit obviously these uh, companies have marketing teams and marketing budgets so they so they allocate consoles which of course you know that they're they're, they're they're sending out at cost so let's say i haven't seen a bill of materials but let's say the playstation 4 sorry the playstation 5 costs um uh, 200 250 pounds to make that's then offset when they send it send it out to a YouTuber on the on the amount of coverage that they're going to get, and they're going to build anticipation, which in this case has has resulted in a very desirable console. You know, Xbox and PlayStation they both want to have those headlines that say uh, sold out at launch, not available. As, as sad as it is, they want to get it in consumers' hands. They do also want to have a, a sort of sellout um, initial headline. So. It is. It's very frustrating for people that are wanting to pay money for a console, but sort of getting angry at, um, at YouTubers or the or the games press or anyone else um, probably that they that's that's part of the process. And what I yeah. will say, actually, I I don't. Um, 
the, the economics of doing freelance journalism are actually quite bad. You know, you don't. You, I've done plenty of reviews. I've I've been in house um, a, a number of publications, and you know, reviewers tend to get between sort of one hundred and one hundred fifty pounds per review. So, I don't. I've I've stepped away from doing a lot of. Um, reviews because reviewing something like the PlayStation 5 or to, to, for, for a better example, the latest Grand Theft Auto game, I remember reviewing that um, back in the day when I was a freelancer for stuff. And I was I was trying to work out the economics. It doesn't make sense to spend a week reviewing a game for essentially 150 pounds. It just doesn't work. And I no, fair no, play to anyone that can you <laughs> fair play to anyone that does that. Obviously, YouTubers they make a, they can make a lot a lot more from that. So than than that. So that's that's good on them. But um, yeah, it's it's a, it's a difficult process. So I actually I I wasn't reviewing the latest consoles for anyone else. I was doing a number of um, a couple of appearances on um, news channels talking about the launches, and they were saying, you know, "What's your personal experience?" And I was like, well, I haven't actually really played on them yet. So I got in touch with the Xbox and, and PlayStation teams this week and said, look, I'd be great if you can organize some sort of hands-on experience. And they they both said were, were, um, were struggling with stock. It was only yesterday when um, Xbox got in touch and said, actually, we've got some units we can send out now. And PlayStation said it will probably be uh, launch when they have more units. So um, they're, they're clear. either they don't like me or they're clearly struggling, uh, one of the two. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just interesting to sort of peep behind it because I get, I, I, get, I get why people are, um, are upset at, at people having these consoles and it's being so difficult to get a hold of. But, uh, hey, it's the way of the world, I guess. But that, but that's part of the whole um, thing of, of going for new consoles and things. Like if you if you look at um, Nintendo Switch, in fact, any Nintendo um, for the the dawn of time, uh, there's a, a driven um, you know, market for it. People want these things, so they they sell out, but they only make so many units at a time. Um, so you, you've got this constant cycle of uh, desirability because it's not available, um, and and that that grows uh, additional desirability because people are like, it's not available. Everybody else has got one. Oh, I, I, I want one. So it's the fear of missing out that whole kind of um, uh, driven marketing um, within people's minds, you know, it's like, Oh, I can't get it. I must have it. Um, when's it next going to be out? So it keeps the price at the, uh, the RRP. It's um, it means that, uh, you know, it, it self perpetuates, I suppose as well. So that it's quite, um, I know they can only build so many at once and, and we wouldn't want them making them faster to start making mistakes like they did with the uh, Xbox 360, if you remember the ring mm. of death um, issue that was, was there back in day. And, um, you know, it, it'd be good if if we don't have any problems like that going forward. So, yeah, carry on making them as you are. We'll, we'll get there eventually. Everyone will get a console eventually. It'll be fine. Everybody calm down. You've got games to play. <laughs> Indeed, indeed. It's, it's this year's jingle all the way. Our, our neighbours here, they got in touch on Xbox, Xbox launch day, and they were like, um, "Yeah, can I, can I? How do I get one of these Xbox One, Xbox Series Xs?" And I was, I was just like, "It's not, you're not going to get it. It's not going to happen unless you, unless you're a hawk on um, Amazon or eBay or whatever, and you're looking out and you're prepared to spend a bit more. It's not going to happen before Christmas, I don't think." No, yeah, no, I'd be inclined to agree. Somebody said that to me the other day. They were planning to to get a PlayStation Five. Oh, like, you've left that a little bit late. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. not not before Christmas. Have Maybe tried, Easter. Has anyone tried watching Jingle All the Way lately? Like, no, no, no. it's no. just that the little kid is just—he doesn't deserve anything. Like, like I know <laughs> Arnie's going out of his way, and I'm just like, you. It's like, oh, yeah, Christmas is going to be ruined if he doesn't get the Turbo Man. I'm like, that you do you know what? You don't deserve anything. <laughs> get coal, coal. 
<laughs> is it? I don't think I've ever watched that film. Is it a parody? It is. It is a parody of the whole process, isn't it? Of how yeah, important. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's no. It's knowing, right? It's not. It's. <laughs> I mean, he it, turns it, into Turbo Man. It's it's right. it's, Ar- it's an Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like it, we had a very Arnie Christmas a couple of years back where we just watched a load of Arnie films and we all got oh. really uh, like ten of us just having drinks and getting annoyed at how how this little <laughs> kid is just just ruining everything for for Arnie. He's trying to do his best, and there's. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> sounds like a great Christmas star. What's oh, yeah, it going to yeah. be? What's it going to be this year? Is it going to be Sly or Bruce Willis? <laughs> like <laughs> Christmas thing? is uh, Die Hard. I thought that. Yeah, that's the rule. Oh, yeah. Die Hard. <laughs> Can't go wrong with Die Hard. Oh. Die Hard Christmas special. That'd be great. Yeah. Actually, no, oh. no, no. Die Hard is a Christmas. Oh no, it's not a Christmas it, movie. Is it? It's a Bruce it, Willis movie. Uh, it, yeah, yeah. It's a baseball. Christmas movie. I'm saying yeah. it's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's debatable, but it's definitely a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's the right debatable, answer. Debatable, but it definitely is. <laughs> Although I do, I think Sly Stallone being a Santa would be great. Just you know, just absolute Merry Christmas. Yeah, you know, just like just struggling <laughs> to say normal words. Uh, just, like, yeah. just try and get the Christmas yeah. cheer out there at the same time. <laughs> Uh, right. Okay. Moving it's on. Nice. Move, uh, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, so um, I, 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 I've forgotten something uh, on the uh, N Seven Day uh, Bioware announcement, and I, I need to apologise to one of our fans and dear listeners um, who has always had faith in us. And um, yeah, I, I just need to say hello, Paddy. How are you? Hope you're okay. Uh, yeah, hey, Paddy. Yourself well. Yeah. Hey, Paddy. <laughs> Uh, and if you listen to it around Christmas time, you know, Merry Christmas. <laughs> but anyway, um, so yeah, uh, enjoy uh, spring 2021 when that comes out. And yeah, uh, thanks for listening, mate. And we'll um, speak to you, I'm sure, soon. But anyway, right, moving on. Um, I Well, last thing I wanted to talk about really was just what we're playing and then we'll wrap up. Um, I wanted to mention a game that Andy talked about, uh, was it the last episode? Uh, no, last... I, th- I don't think we. Oh, did did we? I can't remember about it on the podcast yet. <laughs> ah, okay, it must have been interim stuff. So uh, the last campfire. So it was a uh, a touchscreen game. Um, it's on iPhone. I, I assume it's on Android. I've not seen um, the last campfire. It's uh, about a little character called Ember, and you take them through a uh, very gentle, puzzly type of game. Um, it, it's it's quite sweet and. I felt very sad when I finished it um, a couple of days ago. Um, but yeah, it, it's really good. Uh, that, that's the game I, I've been playing. I did pick up another one, but um, Andy, what was your take on it? Um, I, I, I'd be inclined to agree with it. Be it's, it's kind of a bittersweet sort of a game, really, isn't it? Um, I, I really, really enjoyed it. And, and I decided to play it just based off a, a couple of reviews I'd read online. Um, I've always had a soft spot for Hello Games as well, um, despite... Uh, no Man's Sky not quite living up to its initial expectations, but um, it's had a few iterations since. Yes, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I need to go back to it. It's supposed to be much, much better now. But yeah, um, but yeah, it, I, I I think I needed a, a gentle game, if you like, something that was fairly calm, a bit of a change of pace from the usual running around shooting and so on. And for that, I thought it was superb. It wasn't particularly difficult. Um, it's quite. Quite an easy game, I think. Really, none of the puzzles were were overly taxing, but I felt that it it had enough variety in it for I think I think it took me about six hours to finish it. Yeah, it had plenty of variety in terms of the puzzles and so on to keep it interesting as well. Uh, I, I really liked the art style. Uh, it was quite simple but quite cutesy, and uh, yeah, 
I, I thought it was a great little game. There, there, there were a couple of puzzles which were really um, obtuse. I couldn't work out. I was like, no, I don't understand. Uh, I've got to do what? <laughs> and then uh, and then you eventually work it out. But it, it's a really sweet game. I, I don't think I explained it. It was on the PS4, but maybe I, I, I don't know if I said that. Or not. Um, but yeah, so I, I have actually picked it up again on iPhone. So I'm now playing it on, on the iPhone again, uh, which uh, I've obviously got a thing for. I'd, I'd recommend it. It's real, real good fun. It's nice, as you say. It's, it's kind of cutesy, a warm, what was the term you used? A warm hug of a game. Yeah. Um, I think that was what I said. Yeah, it, it, it's a real the name of a stripper. Let's just let's put that there. <laughs> the, the last campfire, em- right there. <laughs> em- Ember. Like I, I oh, think I've met okay. of Embers. Like I, I, uh, Dave, <laughs> you you ruin it for us, Dave. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> the, the cutesy thing. Carry on. Sorry. Yeah, don't, don't do <laughs> it. Uh, but it, it's uh, it's actually free as part of um, uh, what's it called? The Apple Arcade thing. Um, Oh, so okay. you can you can pick it up. In that you, case, if you happen to have an Apple device, it's well worth giving it a go. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm just I'm just looking at this. I'm looking at it on uh, on Steam on my on my laptop. I, I was like, how is this passing me by? It looks lovely, exactly up my street. It looked like it was developed maybe by us two games, but it's obviously Hello Games. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what's happened is Hello Hello Games. Um, they email a, a lot. Um, uh, they send out a lot of releases, and they're always about No Man's Sky. And I'm just, I, I just, I can't ring it about No Man's Sky anymore. I just, I, 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 uh, I took against it for some reason. I'm so, apologies to anyone from Hello Games if they're listening, yeah, but I took against, I took against it a little bit because I had a friend who I used to work with at, at Gamespot who was so. Um, overwhelmingly into the idea of No Man's Sky. We went, I think we went to the V&A and there was a, a live performance of the, of the music. Uh, I think it was by band is it 65 days of static. Anyway, yes. I, for some reason, I, as a, as a journalist, I took against it because it was, it was being so hyped up. It was so hyped up and it was like, you know, you're going to be able to do this. You're going to be able to see infinite planets. And I was just like, yeah, but all those planets are going to be like, they're not going to be interesting because they're randomly generated, you know, they're, they're um, procedurally generated. And I, for, for some reason, took against it. Now, I know that that game is supposed to be amazing now, and I keep and it, and it works in VR as well. I keep intending to, to have a go again, uh, go at it again. But um, yeah, I think I've just stopped reading Hello Games' um, uh, press releases. <laughs> so that's probably why I missed it. Um, but yeah, it looks it looks adorable. This, this looks right up my stream. Yeah, yeah and I think they actually... It was only a small sub team that were making it, but I think right. they liberally did it as a bit of a counterpoint to, to No Man's Sky. It was a bit of yeah. a game, you know what, we just need to make something a bit a bit smaller and a, and a, a bit more straightforward. Uh, so it's yeah. bad. It's bad as well because they, they clearly had so much ambition for that game. It was it was really just I think Sean um, from Hello Games going on so many gaming shows and podcasts, just hyping it up, and then games journalists. You know, taking the bait and going, this is going to be the best thing ever, and then it couldn't the, help. The but... next Peter Molyneux. Yeah, exactly. That's a good. That's a very good comparison. Yeah, that's a very good comparison. I, I loved. I love. I can't remember. I think probably on Eurogamer, the sort of retrospective of um, of, of Peter Molyneux, and it, he literally did go out and say, right, yeah, we're going to have this feature, and then it'd be some poor sod's job to make that feature within six months, and it was just <laughs> yeah. horrible. But you know, you, you can't help but um, I guess get swept up in that ambition you know if, you, if you've got an ambitious idea you, you'll you'll talk it up and um i'm sure yeah. they sold millions upon millions of copies of no man's sky and to their credit they built it into a good game by all accounts and they've updated it for playstation 5 and, and xbox series yeah. x so um fair play to them i've just been i've been very unfair i think to hello games <laughs> because of them i think i think one of my favorite uh, hello game uh games is joe danger yeah and, uh, i absolutely love that yeah, that yeah. Was a great game. Great game. Yeah, so having a game that's not uh, No Man's Sky 
again, I enjoyed it, but uh, it's a little bit. Oh look, I've been on this planet before. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah very much. Um, <laughs> uh, sadly, the, the last campfire isn't on Steam until 2021, so I won't be playing uh, it. Uh, <laughs> um, but yes, it's uh, when, when it comes, inter- it's worth a go. When it when it comes, I've actually I used to be a massive I've, for the last eight years been a massive Apple fan and have been using all their devices exclusively. But this year, um, I moved more into to hardware, and I've I've sort of. Uh, moved completely away from the Apple ecosystem. So I'm, I'm an Android user. I'm a Windows PC mm-hmm. laptop user. So, so I've, but Apple Arcade is is very good, and this seems like the perfect Apple Arcade game. It looks, you know, looks beautiful art style. Uh, from what you said, very you know, simple and enjoyable to play. A warm hug of a yeah, game. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Managed absolutely. to get off the grid, the Apple grid. That is it's that so. Is <laughs> it is so painful to do. If have you ever done it? Have you? I, I, I went to, yeah, I had a Sony Xperia. I went from iPhones to a Sony Xperia and it was the worst thing I've ever done. I had a Sony experience. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And that was, yeah, the worst thing I've ever done. <laughs> once you, once, you, once yeah. you're in, yeah, and you, you're using Apple Music and you're on, you, you, you just use all of their, you know, reminders and notes and everything. Just extra, obviously this isn't, difficult in real world terms everyone's had a very difficult year but if you want to extricate yourself from that ecosystem it took me days to just get out of it and it was painful and i couldn't i've still got 300 pounds of apple credit that i added on there to that Ooh, I, I can't yeah. spend and I, I, yeah it's um it's the definition of first world problems but it's uh, they do they do <laughs> they do make it they do make it difficult and i and i kind of resented yeah. them for that actually I, and, that, and that's why i feel better now i'm not in that ecosystem but um you did say the last campfires on playstation didn't you yes it's it is. yeah PS4, so i can yeah. check it out there yeah it, yeah it, i think that's on offer as well at the moment actually mm, by the way mm, it's uh, not on android by the way just uh, no I, I did just have a cheeky look well thank you <laughs> no it doesn't they, they don't tend to release that stuff on android it's like monument no. valley it, it takes a while to come to android yeah yeah, yeah um so yeah, yeah so so that that was one of the games i played um the other was uh raji an ancient epic um so i was going oh, through a bit of a patch of play downloading shorter games um if you've not heard of this, which you may well not have done, uh, it's uh, a game set in ancient India. Uh, it plays out plays out a little bit like um, Prince of Persia. Uh, it's quite a short game. It took about four or five hours to play, and it takes you through uh, a story of uh, Indian gods. Um, I'm going to completely fail to remember the names of any of them now, <laughs> which is terrible. Um, you've got Shiva in there. Um, oh, well, there's, I'm I'm looking mm-hmm. at the, I'm looking at a description. It's uh, the the demon lord. Is it Mahabalasura? Mahabalasura. Yes. So, yeah. so that's the main main sort of bad guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah, you basically play a play a girl called Raji, and she's basically blessed by by the gods to to try and stop this demon from from basically destroying the world. Uh, and he also happens to have kidnapped her brother. So you go through these various stages. Um, killing demons as you go um there's a few puzzles along the way as well um nothing i guess particularly new in that sense um so if you remember i think one of the uncharted games you had like a a spinning disc puzzle with different with an image that had been Mm. um sort of messed up with certain different layers and you have to put it all back together again things like that so there's quite a lot of that uh, and I say there's a lot of it's very similar to Prince of Persia in that you've got wall running. Um, is it a bit like so um, Lara Croft Temple of Osiris, that type of thing? Yeah, yeah a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit like that. And you, you've got different weapons as well. Um, so you, you start off with a spear, but then you, you get a bow and arrow and that sort of thing as well. 
Um, yeah, it's very short. It it's made by a very small team, um, and, and I guess without wanting to be too harsh, that probably showed a little at times. So there were a couple of occasions where where it didn't feel like it maybe had the same polish as, as other games out there. But what I really liked about it was was the the visuals, the the aesthetic, and actually you know, just the story. It's just for me, it was just quite nice to absorb myself in a slightly different world, you know, different mythology and so on that you don't really get a great deal of exposure to. Um, I think we've had limited exposure to it um, with Uncharted, uh, um, Lost Legacy and so on, but it was quite nice to see something and actually made by an Indian company as well. So uh, it's well worth checking out if you get the chance. That's cool. You should be my personal games um, selector, Andy. This looks amazing. <laughs> you should be my anything. Just send me whatever you're playing. This looks amazing. He's gonna steal him. He's gonna steal him. Right, yeah, get contracts. Be, contracts right no, now. No. Can be my personal curator. No, this looks this looks great. Um, yeah, I'm well into the the art style. I didn't know it was. Um, I think I had seen something about this actually. Um, at the moment, one of the projects that I do is um, involved with uh, sort of BAFTA judging. So they do the BAFTA Games Awards in sort of February mm-hmm. time. So yeah. um, if I have time, I, I try and get involved and do some judging on that. And um, the one the category you want is uh, is you know art or something like that. If you get the story driven one, you end up having 10, 12 massive you know hundred hour epics to play, and you quickly start to hate your life i remember playing <laughs> i remember playing i think it was i think i had it was a while back so i remember playing fable i think it was fable three um there was a third fable wasn't that losing my mind yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah fable three. Three. and it's just you have to play it in a style where you just ignore all of the side quests and you just end up trying to having to finish it and then you you just exactly you just hate it you're just like why am i doing this but um uh yeah i uh, I'm, I'm doing some of that stuff at the moment so a lot of games are coming through for that um and this looks like it would be sort of appeal to that bafta audience i guess yeah, 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 it's, yeah. it's definitely worth checking out. Far, well, if we see it there, we know. Uh, we know, what. We know. It's by um, it's by <laughs> Nodding Head Games. It's, pro- it's probably probably only fair to mention them. Yeah. Um, one of, one of the things I loved about this, which is not not related to the game, um, I was reading an article about the the company uh, a while back. I think that was actually on Eurogamer as well, funnily enough. And um, they they actually do spend spend a lot of time as a company uh, rescuing dogs. So a lot oh, wow. of stray dogs and so on uh, over in India. I and when you get to the credits, there's an entire section in the credits dedicated to all the dogs they've rescued. Oh, <laughs> which is brilliant. Oh, that's that's it, adorable. That I know. <laughs> and that, that just made me want to want to try it even more, to be honest. <laughs> so oh. there you go. Sounds amazing. Um, right. Uh, Dave, what have you been playing? Uh, well, I've been uh, taking a back seat. I haven't been, I've been doing a lot of COD and streaming and whatnot, but uh, I thought I needed to have something to relax me a little bit. So I've tried out my time in Porsche, uh, Team 17 game, uh, which is basically. Which is basically a 3D version of Stardew Valley, which I absolutely loved. And I'm, I'm quite fun. I, I quite enjoy the. Uh, the growing thing and it was like there's mining involved and you just you're a builder that goes around and you try and you you take on a uh, a workshop that your your dad or your granddad owned and uh, he was quite a good member of the community and then you have to build yourself up to be a good little builder um uh, you create things like cranes and bridges to help grow and get to other parts of the island and the, uh, there's little fighting scenes, and there's you get to mine for different things for, from old relics from the old world. You don't find out why 
the old world was so dangerous, but there's there's, pe- there's a church that's against finding all these old relics, and there's a research center that is for finding them, and you have to <laughs> pick which one to help. Um, yeah. yeah, so uh, it's uh, it's just a very sweet game. Uh, I've, I've I've logged in quite a lot, quite a long time into it, um, but uh, it's 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 just very sweet. As I say, Stardew Valley, a 3D version of that, is is actually the best version that I can I can. Uh, give that and i uh, i would recommend it to people that just want to just just chill out just just want to leave things to uh to to uh, you know it takes a couple of hours not in real time but it takes time for, for you to get the iron ore and, and and turn them into bars and and whatnot and construction materials so it, it's just it's just a just a nice little simple game um and then it's aesthetically pleasing i think it's yeah sounds lovely i'm just looking at this as well it's, it developed in china um so team 17 obviously branched out and um getting international developers all right yeah I, that it does looks make good sense. yeah it yeah. does look good the uh, the the definitely the design of it definitely has like sort of an east asian feel that uh, mm. just it's very cutesy it's very sweet it's very um and it's just it's just very easy to play just mm. um yeah very just just a just a cozy one cozy game a hug, oh, <laughs> yeah. and a warm hug. I think given the weather, all about the nice games this month. Yeah, lockdown has been so fierce. Exactly. What's going on? Where are the yeah. violent historical epics, guys? <laughs> <laughs> so Valhalla, I uh, ripped apart a rabbit the other day. It was quite something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Uh, Guy, what have you been playing? Well, I've, been, I've been playing lots of li- little bits from games. So I, um, I actually um, started to play Falconeer. Um, you know the new game that's coming on the um, next gen and it's uh, the current current gen consoles. I, I played a few hours of it, but I um, I quickly got bored of it. I know it's not a great. I know you're looking for recommendations, but um, yeah, it's again, it's made by um, uh, one man essentially. It's this guy Thomas Sal. Who um, uh, who's done a phenomenal job on the art style? Sorry, uh, is everyone familiar with the Falconeer? I've heard of it. Uh, no, uh, yeah, no. I'm aware of it. I'm just looking it up now. <laughs> it's, um, it's googling. It's very much one of those games they've, they've timed it very well because it's a it's a low price. I think it's about thirty five thirty pounds for um, Xbox Series X and uh, it might just be Xbox Series X actually. I don't know if it's on PlayStation, um, but. It, and it looks beautiful, and it r- runs at 120 frames. If you if you're on the Xbox Series X, I actually played it on um, on PC. Um, again, the art style is, is absolutely beautiful, but it's just um, and it's in, a genre I like, sort of dogfighting combat. Um, but it's just the story doesn't is pretty nonsensical. It gets very repetitive very quickly. Um, but if you're if you want to show off the graphics of your new console and you see it cheap, you might enjoy it. I just personally Ooh. just found it a little bit. Um, a bit dull and I had to write to the public relations person saying, I'm really sorry about this. I know I said I'd uh, do something on this, but I actually don't like it very much. So uh, always, <laughs> always, a, always a nice, always a nice email to write. Um, yeah. I played, um, I played Tetris. Uh, is it Tetris effect connected on, um, on yeah. PC as well, which is part of Xbox game pass. I absolutely adore um, Tetsuya Mizuguchi, uh, absolute hero of mine. Love, love the Res and um, uh, Luminez, mm. all those games. Obviously, very arty, and that's why I was saying to you before um, uh, that I, I love. Sorry, Andy, that I, I love those sort of style of games that you were picking out, like Raji. Um, so, but again, love Mizuguchi. Was lucky enough to sort of interview him once on stage and play. Uh, it was Child of Eden at the time, um, and I just think he does a phenomenal job of fusing visuals, visuals and audio. It's um, uh, this one sadly isn't a playable 
in VR, unlike Tetris on PlayStation and the Epic Store. But uh, they're, they're rolling out an update for it. And um, it just, I mean, he, he's referred to synesthesia a lot, which, you know, is, and the works of Kandinsky. He gets very artsy with his, his descriptions. But there is something beautiful about, um, obviously, it's, it's Tetris, so you know the gameplay. But there's some beautiful way the visuals and the audio sort of build up as you play. And it's, it's just, it's a very kind of overwhelming sensory experience. Not to get too pseudo-intellectual about it, but it's just, I think he does a phenomenal job of it. So I would I would highly recommend it. If you're an Xbox Game Pass, 100% check out Tetris Effect Connected. Uh, te- yeah, Tetris Effect Connected. Um, I finished The Last of Us Part Two finally. I know that took a while. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Did you. How did you guys feel about it? Uh, I felt like I'd been, had my spine ripped out of my face. I 100% uh, get that. Drained, drained. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, was, I couldn't play anything for two weeks after finishing that. I 100% was, agree and can see that side of it. I just think that the... The story, I, I I understand why so many people were upset about it. And I actually was, um, before lockdown, second lockdown in the UK happened, I um, I went and met a friend from, from NVIDIA and was sort of, sort of, you know, asking him how much impact does the bad headlines, especially on YouTube and social media around a game like Last of Us 2 have on a developer. So I'm sure everyone knows, but Last of Us 2 was highly divisive but based on what happens fairly early on in the in the story. Yeah. And um and he was saying they won't care at all about that because the game sold shed loads. I think the, the, what what people tried to make the story um, about with Last of Us was huge day one and first week sales, and then it quickly dropped off. And then they were they were pointing to Ghost of Tsushima um, as a, as an example of a game with legs, you know, was was selling very well, was was um, at, was sold out for a, for a period actually, but. Um, I, I get why you know you felt like you wanted to. Do you say rip your spine out? It was it's a, it's a difficult it's a difficult through game. The face, I believe. <laughs> yeah, through the face. Um, it's a difficult game, but I just think Naughty Dog do such an amazing job with character and storytelling, and and the, obviously the level of polish in the game. I thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed it. I I, I found the ending a little bit. Um, a little bit of a letdown, I'll be honest, but I think that's I'd, I'd forgotten actually the the Ferrari over Mass Effect three's ending actually, and I have to go back after this podcast and remind myself what they actually changed. I think you know with storytelling, I haven't seen the last series of Game of Thrones, but I know how controversial that is. You oh, know, I think yeah. I, I think it's <laughs> I, I think if it is bad, it's bad, and that's disappointing. But I ultimately respect anyone that has a artistic vision for something and and if they don't stick the landing then that's that's part that's a disappointment but you know ultimately if they've delivered something good within that then i I think it's uh that's a good thing and i think ultimately last of us 2 is a difficult game emotionally it's it's it can be a slog at times and there are certain certainly um you could make a case that there are missions in there trying not to spoil anything but there are missions in there like where you have to go and fight you have to go and get medical supplies which probably could be cut wholesale they're they're not they're not the hours of gameplay that don't need to be there but um i i do have a very soft spot for for naughty dog and what they what they try to do and i I did thoroughly enjoy last of us too but again i do understand this it's a it's a downer of a game and i actually um i i Again, I said, said I moved out, um, moved out of London in in lockdown. Um, I've I've um, I'm living with a, a partner who's who's not into video games at all, and she was really impressed with uh, what The Last of Us Two was doing. 
and could see the artistic work that was that was going on in there and um was really drawn in and watched me play the sort of the ending of it it's the dream for anyone who plays games as tavern and <laughs> yeah. watches you play yeah, yeah, yeah. but um yeah i really i really enjoyed it um the, another game i played this week which um is it's sort of flown under the radar is, is Fuser. I don't know. Any of you guys seen Fuser? That's the DJ one, isn't it? We spoke about this. Yeah. 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 It's the DJ one. So I've done like four or five sets in it and it's, it's from, it's from harmonics, the uh, makers of um, guitar hero and rock bands. It's um, it seems really good. I just don't know in terms of the musicality of it, it's very easy to make good sounding music. You have to, you get a selection of um, discs and you choose whether to play the, the keyboards from, um, uh, I think of songs that are in there, the weekend, or you might have the lyrics from Fifty Cent, and and you sort of you mix up, you play around with it, and it's it's easy to to make something that sounds really good. I haven't played enough of the game to fully understand what the game of it is. You know, what's the the challenge of it, and and how do you get better? You have to get your timings right when you're dropping these tracks, and you move you're moving between the different um, the different the different instruments. But um, yeah, it's it, it, it seems really good. It's it, it's fun to play. Again, it's like Tetris. You get that. You get into a rhythm. I'm I'm missing live music, and I and I, I like dance music in particular. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I haven't found the the rub of it yet, and it's not really sort of um, grabbed me in the same way that Rock Band did. But um, I think there's a really good game in there. So, so I, I, I DJed for in this whole whole PC building like sort of thing. I actually DJ for twelve years, and I had a great time doing it and all that sort of stuff. But I don't. Mm. I just I just want to. Know if it has the realism of being an actual DJ, like people coming up to you telling you how terrible you are and uh, <laughs> request, telling, like making requests of songs that have nothing, no, no, uh, like point of being there, and you know, telling people I, you need to play this song now because me and my friends are leaving, uh, giving you no incentive to play that song whatsoever. Uh, but for some reason, saying anyway, uh, these sort of things, I want to see if they're, they're actually going to be part of it. That 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 would be interesting to me. That's Dealing hilarious. The general public. Yeah, I'm not. Um, I, I didn't think about that because when you play it, yes, you do get requests, and the whole idea, like in rock band, is to keep the crowd happy. So they'll say, "We want." can you please play us some rock music? And so within that, you've got a choice of different tracks you can play. But yeah, you don't. Um, you don't get people coming up. And requesting, you know, what you're a DJ. What are the song requests that you get all the time? I, I played a of... rock night. Uh, I played a rock night for uh, like, like a heavy, heavy. Uh, yeah, it was a heavy rock night. And this um, uh, bride, this uh, what's it called? A hen night walked in and was mm. like, "Have you got any ABBA?" And I was like, "No, no, I'm not. <laughs> if I play ABBA, I will literally be lynched. I will be. They will just yeah. be taking parts of me. Like, yeah. So I got bikers on one side, a hen party on the other. Um, yeah, I do. I just, I don't like. I just it's just that the, the when people want the big songs early and just like no you can only play these songs once in a night and you hear Mr. Brightside sober it'll it'll yeah. kill you it, like it's the worst thing in the world it's the most monotonal song in the world and I used to play in Tenerife I used to play that 10 or 12 times a night because we just had the constant <laughs> flow of new uh tourists coming through the thing so they'd have a couple of drinks and they move on and I had to play Mr. Brightside all over again it was <laughs> you think it would drive a man insane wouldn't you but uh, <laughs> Yeah, explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't get um, you don't get the killers being requested. You actually no, that's a lie. You do get the killers being requested in um, <laughs> Infuser. Yeah, there, there, are, there are a few killer songs that have already um, appeared. I think it was Mr. Brightside and one of the more recent ones. You don't, you, but you don't get um, people singing along. It's it's a beautiful like festival with neon lights, but you, so it's not one of those grungy. It's not like the Download Festival where you're going to get bottles of urine being pelted at you. But you, <laughs> I have that. If you, I have if that. you, if you want, 
you, you can recreate that in your home, obviously, if you want to. <laughs> 2013, I was I was on stage at the, at the Doghouse at Download Festival headlining. I put on Limp Biscuit, the song Hot Dog by Limp Biscuit. Everyone's yeah. going crazy. It was so muddy that I'm halfway across the stage. The whole place is going crazy and the, the song cuts out. And I don't know oh, no. if you've ever heard of 8,000 people booing you, but it scars your soul. That was you, was it? That was me. <laughs> oh, God. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. What do you do in that situation? I was just halfway oh, no. across the stage as well, giving it the big and uh, yeah, you don't. You definitely don't get that infuser. Sadly, the longest walk back to the CD mixer in the world. <laughs> Unless it it starts it starts out definitely as um, I'm showing my lack of knowledge. What's what's the big American festival? The, the hippie festival. I forgot the name of oh, it. But it's uh, Burning Man. Burning Man. It's, it's more like the Burning Man kind of vibe. But it's um, yeah, it, it might maybe in its later stages of fuser, you end up going into a dingy uh, rock bar in, in North London, and uh, and that's the that's the vibe. Chain smoking, and exactly. Yeah, yeah. Sticky floors, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the vibe. But I've not got there just yet. And then um, the, the, we mentioned Assassin's Creed. I'm only about an hour or two hours into Assassin's Creed. It looks looks great. The other thing I've um, been getting into recently, um, which is which is part of the job, really, is playing more with gaming like actual dedicated gaming phones so i've got in front of me this lenovo legion phone i don't know this might be completely off topic and boring to you guys but there's definitely more of a market at the moment for um dedicated gaming phones which take on a lot of the characteristics of of hardcore gaming PCs. so like high refresh rate displays um uh um what else oh yeah the flashing rgb lights um and they're 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 a big market in china and they're becoming more of a more of a thing in the uk i wouldn't say go and ditch your whatever flagship you're rocking or samsung or uh, oneplus just yet Hmm. but they're actually really good they're really good phones um it's just the Android. You have to be playing things like Call of Duty or Fortnite on your Android phone to really get the most out of them. And I and I have to admit, I personally don't play them on my mobile too much um, because I just always feel oh, I, I'd, I'd rather be playing this on on my computer or on my games console. But actually, in in lockdown, I found myself more and more playing uh, things from Nvidia GeForce Now and um, Xbox Game Streaming. And actually, you can you know you can hook up your game controller to one of these devices. They play really well. I've been playing a lot of Control on um, on Game Street on Nvidia's uh, Game Stream platform, okay. and um, yeah, they're just they're just interesting. They're really high powered phones. This one in particular, this Lenovo one, has the biggest battery of of all time. I think it's like five thousand milliamp hours, which is like it's enough to get you through a couple of days. And it actually has two um, two USB charging ports, and it has like a massive fan inside it to like cool it down it's like proper <laughs> nerd hardcore gaming stuff does oh, it come with a trolley to carry it around it yeah. sadly doesn't no it sadly doesn't but um i just thought it was interesting it it's mad okay. yeah what was, that, uh, what was that walking sim like this kind of reminds me what was that one with um go no there, there was a playstation exclusive i've forgotten the name of it uh not playstation home you're no, the walking sim. You know that that one that's got that guy from Walking Dead in it. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, just oh, oh, um, oh you mean um, oh, oh god, bloody, oh yes, thank you everybody. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah. Know what you mean. Death Stranding, Death Stranding, Yeah, I've got this. I've got this kind of uh, thought now that uh, guys walking around fields with this massive phone on his back, like to <laughs> Death Stranding, I am. <laughs> delivering packages. Trying not to fall over, you know. But, um... <laughs> I played, I played, I played a couple of hours of that game uh, on my PC because it's it looks beautiful, but um, I couldn't, I couldn't get into it. 
Um, I think it's another one that you don't quite know what the, uh, the point yeah, is. But, my, uh, but again, I have, I have a friend who, whose opinion I trust who, who thinks it's the best thing ever. So, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Maybe I should persevere with it. I got a little yeah, bit scared I, by it, so that was me. That was me done. <laughs> I, I just, uh, yeah, I, I, I just couldn't get the feel of it. I've got to be honest. So I haven't, I haven't tried it. That, that, that Lenovo Legion, though, that's insane. I, I didn't even look into the world of of gaming mobiles. Like, I, yeah, because there's, 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 there's that. There's, um, there's one from uh, Xiaomi Black Shark Three, which I, I was reviewing. There's uh, one from the Red Magic Five S. There's a lot of these gaming phones that are coming out, and there's obviously a market for them. I don't think it's you know a huge market, but actually, because they're like, a, it's like a gaming PC in a phone because they're, because they're using really high end components. They're also really great phones with the one caveat being you, you, they don't have wireless charging because they've got so much cooling in them. And I've gotten really used to uh, wireless charging in my phones. It's, uh, it's kind of a, a really good convenience feature for me, but, um, yeah, if you're not checking them out, if you're an Android fan, definitely have a look into them because they're really good. Um, they're actually really good phones. The, the, again, another downside is they're massive. They are big. They don't, <laughs> they don't need a trolley, but they are big. Um, yeah. and the cameras are, are sometimes not as good, but, um, sorry, I've taken this completely into a tech, uh, yeah, <laughs> a tech show like. now. Uh, the one, the one, the one game I want to play is, I uh, want to get your opinion on was watchdogs because I haven't played it yet. And I, it looks interesting to me. And, uh, what do I, do I spend money on that game or just wait for it to come down a bit? I, I, think I, remember, I have not played it. <laughs> well, that's the short I discussion then. I've seen so many friends <laughs> playing it, and it's just like, it's so funny because, again, being a Londoner, like it's just mm. like it's, you're, you're, it's the only the opportunity you get to go out during lockdown. I know, really I know. Around London, <laughs> you're just like, oh yeah, there's Scala, like and everything's just like slightly different from uh, from real life. So it's got that Spider Man, uh, Spider Man feel of New York. Yeah, but, you know, in London, I think it's really cool. So, yeah, that, that I, is I part of the attraction. How is London, Dave? I'm missing it. It is. <laughs> Do you know what? There are some places that it's really annoying. Like it hasn't changed at all. Like mm. some people, and, and it's just, and I, I get a little anxious because it, there's just so many people out and about, and I'm just like, this, yeah. this is essential travel. There's Gladys over there who's, who's like <laughs> picking up Christmas presents. I'm just like, you can do that on live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I work just outside Wembley Stadium, and, and it's like an absolute ghost town around there. Yeah. There. Oh, really? Really bizarre. Yeah, yeah. Literally about what two minutes walk from the stadium. It's it's just empty. It's interesting from a, just I don't know, I, one Christmas. This is how sad I am. I went into central London on Christmas Day because I'd always been obsessed with like seeing London in that sort of twenty eight days later, just yeah. no one around. And it's just interesting. It's eerie and creepy, and it's obviously a horrible circumstance. But it's just interesting to see such iconic landmarks with just no one around. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's sad. I, I lived in uh, South London, Croydon for uh, for a couple of years, and um, yeah, lockdowns drove me, drove me away. But uh, I'm missing London, which is probably the appeal of Watchdogs. Yeah. A friend of mine worked for the BBC as a cameraman, and I was just abs- I was so jealous of the footage he was getting because all at the start of lockdown, all I want to do was go out there and start filming different places and just yeah. get get high quality footage, just so I can sell it as stock footage at some point. Because you'll never <laughs> be able to get that sort of thing without shutting right. off roads, without right. all that stuff. Yeah, previously we'd have cost thousands to uh, to to go and shut down roads to get That's those right. kind yeah. of post apocalyptic things. Now's the time to go and get that uh, that footage. And also, you, you can only <laughs> shut them down for about three minutes at a time before you have to let the yeah. traffic go. Yeah, 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 crazy. 
Uh, I think the uh, the answer there is we haven't played it yet, Guy. So uh, right. yeah, oh, we're, I know I know of some people who have played it. Um, I think uh, it's enjoyable. Uh, I, think, I think the thing that I, I it's secondhand, isn't it? But the thing that, I, that bothers me about it is uh, if you're if you're tripping between one character to the next, uh, how how does that how does that feel from a sort of continuity point of view? And GTA you know, Five did that, and I think it worked. Okay. Uh, yeah, but there's only three particular characters, wasn't it? This is kind of an, an this is anyone, isn't it? Oh yeah. right! Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So, okay. so, uh, Mr. Yeah, Anderson's story. Yes, I don't. I think there are so many other games at the moment. I think I'd, I'd, I'd it'd end up being pushed down the pile, and it would never get played. But um, mm. yes. yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I think that that was my my view of it. To be honest, I. It didn't look interesting to enough to to come ahead of other options at the moment. Yeah. Um, right, I'm going to wrap it up because we're we've been yakking for what one hour twenty eight minutes according to uh, our one software. Twenty eight minutes of gold. <laughs> it has. It has been a really good. It has, Dave. It has a really good show. I think. I think it. It certainly improved a thousand percent because guys brought some credibility to the show. <laughs> what <laughs> <other> that? <laughs> I'm sorry about the jokes about stripper names, and I apologise. Uh, that that's, that's all right. You've just ruined ruined an experience, Dave. And, and that's and that's the other thing is I've got a, a completely. I, I used to when I did these podcasts for 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 the other shows that we we did. I used to do an awful lot of editing. Uh, it used to take me forever, uh, and I've got a zero editing um, policy now. <laughs> so it's staying in. It stays in. So, so whatever happens, it's like uh, it, you know, swearing. We we don't do swearing anyway. Um, we try and keep that off off the show. So and, and everything's generally family friendly. I, I want my mum to be able to listen to this this show normally. So yeah, uh, I know that everything should be fine unless we've made an absolute mistake <laughs> and, then, um, and then we might change it. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, generally uh, there's no editing. I, I think we need to take a moment to say hi to Neil's mum. Hi Neil's mum. Hi Neil's mum. Oh, hi Neil's mum. Oh, how you doing, babe? Oh, bless. Thank you. That's, that's going to make a day. Um, she's the only listener. No. Uh, so it's, um, it's well, in that case, it's all the more important. We say hi to you. Yeah. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, keep listening. That's it. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but yes, thank you very much, Guy, for thank joining you, us. You have been a absolute legend. Oh, yeah. thanks, guys. It was a real pleasure. Genuinely, really enjoyed it. Thanks very much. Thank you, dude. You're, you're always yeah. always welcome. I'd like this in another seven years' time when we get to meet. At the Games Media Awards. Are they still going? Yeah. Are they? Uh, we went to the, the year after, didn't we, Dave? Yeah, uh, yeah we never was... went back after that, did we? I didn't no, we were never invited. Oh, it's a good question, Guy. No idea. We don't, we don't <laughs> know. You, you were like, um, what was that? It was Granger Games, never invited back again. Granger yeah. Games were, were very, <laughs> yeah. very misbehaved one year. Very Three misbehave, um, and we're never, we're never invited back. Um, so you're like, uh, hopefully not as as badly behaved. Uh, but, um, we, weren't, but, uh, we weren't well known enough to uh, to to be banned. The first, uh, <laughs> <laughs> were those people causing trouble? Ah, good. Our, our lack of notoriety is uh, working in our favour right now. That's fine. It was. I, I, I miss them. They were always so political within the games. Some people really hated them. Really didn't like those games media awards. I obviously enjoyed it when um, when we won something, but it was rare. Usually, Eurogamer would, uh, would would win everything. But uh, there were certain journalists who really didn't like it because it was a bit too sort of. Um, I guess a bit too inside baseball sort of you know backs back slapping kind of <laughs> yeah i get why but um yeah i remember going to what a much more st- uh, stripped down one a couple of years ago but i haven't heard much from it since 
I, I hate yeah. it. Do you know what the worst thing about the, the joysticks and like most award things was when Rockstar had GTA 5 come out and just the, the, they were just pants. Like I want, there was some mad guy that picked up a, an award for something and he, one year for the golden joysticks. And uh, he just came out with the most ridiculous uh, acceptance speech and I loved every second of it. It was, <laughs> it was like properly like off the wall. Like he was like, we can do better. And I'm just like, I, I don't know what's happening right now, but I'm, I'm G'd up. I don't know what's happening. And Rockstar would just come out and just go, yeah, all right, bitches. Like they do the whole Liam Gallagher thing. Or yeah. nothing like you. And I was just like, oh, there are some really like young, like uh, developing, develop, like young companies, like really they were up against. And they would have loved to have that, that situation. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. But uh, yeah, Absolutely. Rockstar are great. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna make a good game, I suppose you do deserve the awards. Just well, the problem is with any award ceremony is that um, the actual winning the awards the, the best bit, obviously. But uh, watching other people for the hour before you win your award or don't, uh, <laughs> we're not bitter, guys. Still, still not bitter. It's still uh, not, yeah. not cutting the teeth every morning when we wake up. <laughs> <don't. laughs> <I don't know. laughs> uh, the, the, yeah, at least the games media awards were entertaining. A lot of award ceremonies. Yeah. Oh, you can disagree actually, but a lot of award oh, ceremonies were uh, are not that entertaining. And uh, you know, I I put the, the gaming BAFTAs in in some of that. Obviously, uh, hopefully, no one from BAFTAs li- listening. But uh, yeah, it's <laughs> uh, some sometimes they're a bit boring. So um, yeah, yeah, we we abuse so our I, title. I, I I, I'm worried that if we actually do win one, because the amount of times we said a GMA nominated podcast, like it was, yeah. ridiculous. I was just sleeping yeah. halfway through a nightmare and just. <laughs> 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 yeah. oh, yeah. Always a bridesmaid. Anyway, right. So, um, yeah. So, thank you very much for listening. And uh, and again, Guy, thank you very much for thank you. being so gracious for, for joining us. Uh, so, it's a goodbye from me, uh, Andy. Goodbye. Smiley Dave. Goodbye. And Guy. Goodbye. Goodbye.